for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Wednesday, December 2nd, 2015. It's episode 175 of Attack of the Androids every week, usually when it's not Thanksgiving and shit. Uh, I'm Matt Lee. That's Eric. What's up, Eric? Not much, Matt Lee. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Hey, happy post-Thanksgiving. Joey Kelly also joining us. What's up, Joey? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is, as always, a pleasure to be with you. And I have to admit, I have missed this because we were—I was off, I think, for two weeks in a row this time. Sorry. Goodness. Nick Carroll also joining us. What's up, Nick? Hey guys, glad to be back. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're back in the force. <laughs> so I want to say I want to start things off. Uh, Shield tablet, right? When last we spoke, kind of complaining about some things, right? 16 gigs uh, on board. Not much when you're installing games that are 2 to 4 gigs. Uh, so ended up getting the fastest 128 gig micro SD I could find because I read that a lot of games take like an hour to load uh, when loading from the SD card. So I popped that thing in. And after the pain of having to move everything to it, right? Because it doesn't just like put stuff on the SD, you have to have room to install something and then you can move it. And then, so, uh, once I did all that though, like I, I've only tried it out with Half-Life 2 and the loading screens aren't too bad. I mean, not, they're not great, but it's, it's definitely, if you don't want to just have one or two games on there at once, I think the SD card is a pretty decent choice. I'll probably hold on to this one for a little bit longer at least. I'm still torn on if I'm going to send it back or not, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the good points about that, that tablet is you can uh, put an SD card in it, so that's good. Yeah, and Marshmallow, well, it's not Marshmallow, but Lollipop has a really good SD and USB uh, card support. I got these little 32 gig, they're like normal size on one side and micro on the other, and you can copy stuff from the computer with the big side and then put it in the little side in the tablet, and then it'll mount it just like a USB drive. So the support is much better than where we had come from uh, previous. Now, Matt, would you consider returning that and getting the regular Shield tablet that has 32 gigabytes? Not for, would you be happier? Not for five or $600. No way. The no, one, it's, no, it's not that much. The one with the controller is like five hundred dollars. The built-in one, well, the okay. little with the flip-up screen. No, 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 not that one. Oh. No, like the one that I have, the tablet, but the the tablet that has thirty-two gigabytes. The K one though. Not. I couldn't find. No, it. they don't. Really, you can't find that the original one anymore. No, no, they have those. I I couldn't find a K one in a thirty-two or anything bigger than. Yeah, this. I don't. I don't think they make it. I think for the K1, they were just trying to hit the price point, so they yeah. only did 16 gigs. Yeah, they were going for the $200 price point because it was real popular for things like the Nexus you know, 7, etc. And that was literally the only saving grace that allowed me to buy it was like, oh, it's only a couple hundred bucks, and then you get a controller, and then you get another one, and then you get an HDMI cable that's mini because it's the only thing you own that uses that, and then, you know, it gets up there, but it's still not $600 like the, or $500 like the other one. Yeah. But. Yeah, in comparison, the Nexus 9 that I bought, it was like 300 and change. I can't remember what it was. 
and, and that was on sale. And it only has, well, that has 32 gigs, but in no SD card support like like the Shield tablet. So uh, that's a good advantage to have on yeah. that tablet. It's it's pretty cool. I like it. I, I'll get some more time on it. Uh, I haven't really played a whole lot on it. I've been uh, kind of stuck playing Star Wars Battlefront with, with my buddy. So that's a good <laughs> that, game. That shit is cool for sure. My kid has that. My oldest kid has that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, oh, Matt, since, since you brought up video games, I have to say, since I was listening to the last week's show when I was doing the show notes, or the week before show, I did get my Fallout 4. Not sure that I understand fully all the criticisms you have. That's it an okay sucks? game. What, what about that game sucking don't you get? It's pretty cut and dry. I, I don't get the sucking part. Well, basically, unless you're a kid that like is homesick from school for a year or just doesn't have a job, maybe then it, I could understand like that would help kill the time till you die. I ain't got time for that. I need a gun. <laughs> I need bullets. I don't want to find a reloader and then find pieces to a gun and then find the freaking tools to fix the gun and then reload bullets after i find gunpowder and lead that i somehow okay. turn into bullets no nobody has time for that eric the kids that do they're playing minecraft is this console or pc that you're playing on it's what it's uh, a oh ps4 yeah PC? yeah ps4 oh okay yeah you're kind of screwed I, i'm playing it on the pc <laughs> what's Here's that mean trick. you just type in god I, mode in the console and it's like oh here's your gun and bullets enjoy yeah. That is correct. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's cheating, I really, Eric. No, I really don't. That's I don't called have cheating. Time. Like you said, I don't have time to like, you know, ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grind this rock with this, you know, <laughs> baby skull that I found. I, I found this that. obsidian that I will turn into an oh, arrowhead man. and attach to a stick. Yeah, no, forget that. I just, I'm, I'm in it for the quests, man. Okay, no, fair enough. You know, that's that's kind of why I was stuck more on uh, Arkham because that's it's way more enjoyable. Plus, it's Batman, and you can, like, fly around. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, back to oh, Android. Sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you for that. Did you guys see our favorite secure messaging app, Signal, now as it is known? Uh, they're coming out with a desktop beta client, which is kind of cool. Uh, so you can sign up there. Uh, if Eric will be so kind as to use my link in the show notes, the more people you get to sign up for the beta uh, with your link, the further up in line it puts you. <laughs> so feel free, uh, or just go sign up, and they'll let you know when it's when it's ready. It looked like there's about five thousand people in front of me and one in back of me. So hopefully it's not Joe. I'm the one in back. Okay, well I'm okay. <laughs> I'm right behind you. I can feel you breathing on my neck. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of cool. There's been a lot of times where I'm like, uh, I'm working on my computer, right? I wish that I didn't have to go grab my phone to text. That was one of the cool things early on with Android with PDA net is that it routed your text messages when you had it hooked up right to your computer, whatever computer you were tethering to. So you could type right back and it was so great, like texting on your keyboard. So this client will, uh, will bring that and be secure, uh, as secure as we've, you know, relied on them to be, so. It's weird to me that it's only, like, right now for the beta, it's only linking to Android devices and not iOS devices. Yeah. Like, yeah, because isn't this all being done in a server somewhere? Yeah, but isn't it, a, isn't it a nod to the platform that they started on? Is no, it? it's a nod to not having to buy a distributor or uh, to go through the the process for a piece of beta software or through the iStore. 
would be my guess. Is that what it is? The crap. Is that a big pain? You have to submit it. It has to be reviewed. It has to be approved. Um, then it has to be released, and is it's just hoops. Yeah. And yeah. if you're if you're already talking about it being a beta, you know there's going to be bugs and revisions and whatnot, and you might want to be able to rev that like quickly without having to hoop jump. Well, and that was one well, of the, the cool... beta is on the computer. It's not on the app. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a well, you have to really do update to the app. Right. I'm assuming to pair with the desktop. Oh, so okay. Sure. You know, I'm assuming I because I, I, otherwise everyone would already have the feature. Yeah. And that's something mm-hmm. that they, they mentioned at IO, I think, last year about being able to have uh, better control over your beta releases and everything. So I can, I can see them, you know, taking full advantage of that with, with this, even though it is a, it's a desktop app. It's Windows, so. How many people are you messaging with Signal now? Uh, quite a few, actually. We got uh, my work using it here, or a bunch really? of them using it, yeah. That's outstanding. It is, well, right? Secure. There's value to that, so. Yeah, it's good stuff. And then, uh, yeah, just as many friends. I got my mom using it, my brother using it. Like, everyone I know that I text just, here, use this. <laughs> it's good. So, cool. did you see the new Chrome update? Has anyone gotten this yet for Android? Is it out? I don't think so. What's in Today's, it? Usually Wednesdays, aren't they? The days that all the updates come out? I haven't checked yet. Yeah, I saw a couple of people get, um, on my monitored systems, I saw a couple of people get the update to Chrome. Um, but I haven't really played with it, to be honest. It seems like uh, the big thing they're focusing on is uh, data saving. For As we know, the further in the future we get, the more this data is going to dry up. And eventually, we're going to literally be rationing data because there just won't be enough of it, right? So I'm glad that there are places like uh, like Google here putting things in place so that we don't run out of data. Yeah, I, I have it, and I as you can see, I do have Data Saver as an option. Um, which is awesome. I wish I had this, uh, I wish I had this two, three years ago when I was in Burma. Cause like, yeah, I, like I would, but I would use, uh, I used currents when that was a thing. And, um, currents, I don't, I, I don't recall that. What, what's that, Eric? Uh, it was a very, it was a very good, uh, very ahead of its time. Hmm. Um, very shat upon, uh, RSS hmm. reader. Not my sixth sense. It's actually called currents. Yeah, my no, my sixth sense uh, was a really terrible reader. <laughs> this was okay. That went away too, didn't it? They both in the yeah, end, we both lost, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Uh, the only update I have right now is for Signal. Speaking of that, so yeah, I got the Chrome update too. So I just turned it on as well. Dumb oh, question, uh, Eric. Have you noticed it getting laggier? Because it's having to bounce all the pages through uh, Google servers, or has that not been an issue? No, I don't actually have Data Saver turned on. I just noticed oh. it was there, like right now. You're such yeah, a waster. On, so I for a while. You're wasting yeah. so much data, Eric. Well, I mean, you know, I, again, I, data, I, not to harp bro. on it, but I am the the Google Fi subscriber in the group, and I do only have one gig. So I am actually interested in not having to waste as much data on my web pages and stuff. Um, although, to be honest, I don't do that much surfing on the phone, obviously. Otherwise, I'd have a lot more than one gig of data. Not if yeah, there wasn't. This is, 
really for you though, Joey. I it's for I think it's for people who live in places where maybe it's like slow three G or even two yeah. G that they're dealing with. Yeah, that's what I would think. I would think pages would load quicker. Like theoretically, there's probably more latency, but there's less of a delay in actually getting it, getting all the content down. So. Yeah, you raise a point there. Yeah, and actually, to be honest with you, right where I live, I've got 4G LTE, um, and pretty much for about a 15 to 20 minute ride around where I'm at, I have I have uh, LG 4 uh, 4G LTE. However, when I go to places like my railroad museum, which is about 45 minutes away, I'm on 3G maybe. And that's a new data thing. It's called you might have 3G, you might not. <laughs> and yeah. it's – yeah, it, it is frustrating. So that might actually help for situations like that. Yeah, and like sometimes you're just trying to – like I – you're just trying to get the information. Um, yep. Like if I was – you know, if I was working out in the middle of nowhere um, and I just need to pull up CNN real quick uh, – you don't want – like CNN has this awful habit of like preloading and auto-playing video. Like they do a lot mm-hmm. of really stupid crap. So yeah. to have an option that just says just give me basically the text without all the JavaScript and all the other crap uh, is is great. Yeah. Oh, no, that's interesting. It gives me a, a number. You can actually see how much data savings you're getting when you turn the data saver on. Interesting. Yeah. It looks like there might be a downside in that, like images won't load, perhaps, or not without clicking a button to load them. So, but, I mean, I can load whatever. That's it. Yeah, but that's like that's the, the data you know, savings. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a compression, but yeah, that's probably the bigger data savings making that optional. So, mm-hmm. and I'd actually heard—I don't know if it's in the rundown—but I'd heard that uh, Google was saying, "Hey, don't use what?" No, Adobe was using was saying, "Don't use Flash." So. We may finally see a reduction of flash on the internet. So, yay! So it's interesting that um, I'm I'm trying to find it in this article. Uh, here it is. Uh, I thought it was. So basically saying that there, like I, we have access to it, obviously, because we're looking at it. But um, Google is saying uh, that for now, it's like users in India and Indonesia will be able to access this mode. I don't know what that means. Maybe it means that they won't do the compression side of things unless you're in India or Indonesia. They'll only do the picture blocking and stuff. Um, but they, they're they saying that they're targeting those users first. Oh, you know why that might be? Do they have a regulation in place that the federal government has to monitor all Internet traffic? Um. I would not – given those two countries, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't the know for sure. Though. I, the reason why I say that is that effectively what that means is that you're creating a secure encrypted tunnel between your phone and Google servers, and they're doing your web surfing for you, which therefore, because it's an encrypted tunnel, would probably bypass any local filtration or monitoring. Or Google – because if you're going to be if you're going to be doing this, you probably want to have hardware in the country. That too. Um, yeah. Or, or there's or there's a little government now sitting in front of the pipe saying, <laughs> "Okay, got that." Could be. Got that. I, know, I know Google's had their eye on India for a while as far as market share. So, you know, a billion plus people, pretty good uh, little country to get to get into. Yeah. So, 
you know, like they had the Android One, you know, platform that they debuted there a year and a half ago and stuff like that. So I'm looking at the Verge site right now, uh, trying to figure out if pictures are not necessarily being loaded. Everything's being loaded, but I may be on Wi-Fi while I am on the Wi-Fi, so it's probably prioritizing through that. So that. Mm. Well, one of the, I mean, one of the interesting things um, I noticed personally in in a lot of these places in Asia is that, like, you could you could be very poor and still have a cell phone. From yeah. from what I hear in Africa, it's the same way. Like, they're Africa is very very yeah. forward leaning with a lot of mobile payments. Um, like, people are doing these little micro payments because you can. You may not have money for a lot of things, but you have a cell phone because it's a necessity. Um, so it it makes sense that and that uh, Google and Android would be targeting these countries because there's a lot of people, a lot of people with cell phones. I don't know if you can see this, but it shows 29% data savings. So it's already working regardless of what I'm what sites I'm browsing. So I've been to Fandroid, Android Central, The Verge, and already I've saved a little bit. So original 11 megs. After 7.89, so 1106 to 7.89. So yeah, it's on, it's working, and uh, it, pages have been loading up just fine. So, but I have a really good signal here, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, are you guys gonna leave it on? Just I am. See, or are you gonna definitely? I'll, I'll play with I'll, it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll report back next week, provided that I remember, <laughs> and <laughs> let you know how that goes. Hey, well, you if you don't remember, you. then that means that you didn't notice that it was on, and that's a rumor. Yeah, there we go. You know? If I don't come back saying, oh, my God, my, my phone, it runs so well. Oh, my God, my phone is horrible now. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, Joey, you you mentioned that you, that you have Google Fi, that you got this little care package. I also yeah. got it, though I don't have it. They <laughs> sent it to like, my brother. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> so he's gonna send it to me. But what's this care package that you got and uh and you know, show give us a show, little show and tell. Well, um Google Fi sent out a happy holidays package to all of the subscribers and apparently Eric. Uh <laughs> or was it Chad? I'm a subscriber. <laughs> I'm a subscriber. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh so send out a little care package to all of us subscribers with a basically a happy holidays and a thank you for being part of our our program and we want to build a future. That was kind of their little in. So they sent out a a package and I have to admit I had no idea it was coming. I had not heard. I wasn't been running around in very busy few weeks and um I just get this FedEx box and I go what the heck is this it's from Google? All right. So I open it up and what to my surprise would be a bag of imitation Legos. And I went, what the heck are these? And I pull out the little card and I still have the box here somewhere. I just don't have it right in front of me. And it's, it's a list of building instructions for two things that you can build with the kit. And the first is a phone holder. And the second is a cable manager um, which I think you just run your charger cables through it and you can then, I guess, just plug in your devices to it. And that way, when you unplug it, the cable just stays there as opposed to flying off into the wherever. Well, I chose to build the cell phone holder. And when you do, it comes out in this Google Fi color themed uh, package. And oh, very you, pretty. Oh, yes. Uh, and each individual brick actually has a little Fi in it. Um, so this is a custom run. And, um, 
Anyway, so you run your uh, your charging cable, which I just happen to have one hanging out here. You run your charging cable through the little hole in the back of it, like so. Right, not and, safe for work, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then you would plug it into what you would think would be the bottom of your phone, and um, then you set the phone on top of it. In this case, I've got a... Uh, um, Amazon uh, Fire 7 here, and as you can see, it holds the Fire 7 quite well, and it works very nicely, and if you want to change the angle, you just kind of pull it back a little bit and let it catch on the next notch, and you can change the angle of the screen. You can also stick something in there to act as like a little bit of a barrier to change the angle, and it's very stable. Uh, I mean, this is bigger than any Nexus device that this thing was ever designed to handle, (laughs) and it's fine. Um, cool. It works great. Nice. As a matter of fact, I've had it sitting here on my desk with the fire on it, uh, streaming Amazon video. Cool. That's awesome. That's a good design, too. If anyone isn't lucky enough to get the kit, they can probably build their own if they <laughs> get a few uh, Legos of their own. Check oh, yeah, yeah. I'm nothing... sure people are selling them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say that they put a lot of effort into building this um, because you can't see it, I'm sure, on the webcam. But all of the bricks are different sizes. So, like, for instance, they're actually stratified so that you've got longer bricks covering shorter bricks the whole way up the front and the back. So this is actually deceptively strong and will not just fly apart at the at the drop of a hat. This is the weak link. But after <laughs> you get underneath here, this is all very, very, very solid. So, it won't ever break. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my, um, okay, Joe. Now I was gonna say it's, I, I'm impressed with it, and for free, heck, I mean, I would have. If you told me that you could have sold me this for a certain amount of money, like maybe five bucks, I would say this was worth it. And for free, heck yeah. I uh, I got a text message from my parents, uh, and they were you know I've been sending I've been buying Christmas presents for folks, sending it to their houses, um, usually from Amazon. Cause that's easiest. And they, they sent me a text. They're like, we got something in the mail and I think it's broken. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, it was that Legos. They could just hear, they could hear like the sound of these things sloshing around inside. And they thought that they thought that I had ordered like a phone or something and that there was just like broken shards of glass everywhere inside. <laughs> so, now, Joey, did it also come with a USB C uh, cable? I heard that it was also coming with that. No? No. Type A to Type C is what it says on the article. Mm. I'm wondering if that was only for folks that ordered that uh, have a certain type of phone. Maybe um, maybe if you're running, does the 6P, is that a USB-C? Do you remember? I have no idea. Um, uh, my, about um, yeah, where to buy anything? I don't think. I mean, there wasn't anything else in the box. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing that this is only for folks that have a USB Type C uh, phone. Um, but yeah, so so your your and probably my uh, little gift box is only the you know Lego air quote. You know, uh, the only thing I can think of is maybe if you ordered a six P and you got you know on whatever, maybe if you're registered with a 6P, 
on the Google Fi network. Maybe that's that's why, because that's the one that has a USB C connection. So yeah. Joey has a I think they were offering the 6P with Phi, or well, they weren't when I signed up. But then again, the 6P hadn't come out yet. So yeah, uh, now now it's you can you can order the service with 6P or 5X, and it's really really simple. If if I didn't already have the service, I would have jumped on that right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't put it in the doc, but um, hmm. Amazon was running a, uh, a Black Friday special, 34.99. On the seven-inch yeah. um, Fire tablet, and I picked one up. How much was it again? Thirty-four ninety-nine. Wow, that's really oh, good. Wow, really? Yeah. Normally forty-nine ninety-nine, and it was thirty-four ninety-nine. I'm like fifteen <clears throat> bucks off. Heck yeah. Yes, it, I will take one. Is it still going on? I'm gonna pick up one tonight. No, they, that oh. was actually an Honest to God Black Friday sale. Oh, Unlike okay. the other ones that they've run into Cyber Week, Monday, <clears throat> whatever. Okay, well, um, that's legit. But yeah, but I'm like thirty four ninety nine. Yes, I will pick one up. But I must say, my my friend Kyle, who's been on the show before, um, has a comment about you know I have a six inch phone. Oh wow! Yeah, look at I that. I have a seven inch tablet. Yeah. Why do I need a seven inch tablet if I have a six inch phone? <laughs> because well, it's thirty five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> because it's thirty five dollars exactly. That was my comment. Was because it's thirty five freaking dollars. And if it's not, if it wasn't, if it was fifty bucks, I wouldn't have bought it. If it was thirty five, yes, I would. Um, but what is interesting is that the screen on the seven inch device, the actual physical visible screen, oh, is yeah. just slightly larger or about the same size as the entire six inch device mm-hmm. with the case. Yeah. Those so, <laughs> yeah, it is slightly larger, and yeah. it is just large enough that this actually makes a very nice little portable video display, mm-hmm. and the 6 does not. Um, two other quick things about the, about the 7. Um, this is my first Amazon device, mm-hmm. and um, I, I, I'm a double-edged sword on it. One thing I absolutely love, this thing gets insane battery life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, have, I charged it up before the show. I have watched two complete episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation at full screen, and I have used only 30% battery. Yeah, that's probably roughly a 4,000 milliamp battery, so that's pretty good. I would bet. I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Well, that it's, it's, it is insanely, insanely good. It's like one um, gig of RAM, right? And it's a very low power processor. It's not consuming yeah. much. But it's but it's very good at it, and the screen is what consumes the juice. It's not the processor; it's the screen, and and it's and it's it's insanely good. I'm I'm impressed with the battery life. Uh, I'm impressed with how quickly it loads things. Um, I am not impressed with the curated app store and such because it means that a lot of my normal everyday apps that I use I can't run because this is the Fire App Store. And one of those is Dropbox. And you go, well, what does he need Dropbox for? Well, I have automatic upload turned on for my camera so that I get my photos directly over to a PC through Dropbox. And this I can't do that with. So, and- Yeah, that's, that's pretty decent. It's 11 ounces, which is one ounce uh, less than the, Nexus, than the original Nexus 7. I'm trying to look here for the uh, battery size. Battery life up to seven hours. That's not saying the battery specs. I'm still looking up. But it's it's cool. Yeah, for thirty four ninety nine, definitely worth it. Fifty bucks, probably worth it. But I will also say this: if you are not a Amazon Prime subscriber, 
or you are not a um, uh, Audible audiobook subscriber, this thing is probably pretty much useless because you can't load enough other apps to access other content that you might be paying for through this because of the curated apps. But if you, the person that buys that besides someone like us, that's just messing around with it. Like they're in the Amazon ecosystem. So they're not going to know what they're missing out on generally. If you're on the Amazon app store, this thing is incredible. Uh, If you're excuse me, if you're in the Amazon ecosystem, this thing is incredible. I mean, the Kindle, everything just works flawlessly. The battery is 2,980 milliamps, so it's basically 3,000s, but that's still pretty good. It may be because the screen resolution isn't, you know, super large, it's not like quad HD or whatever, so. Yeah, and I Huh? I I was just going to ask, did you guys, any of you pick up the unlimited Amazon cloud drive storage for five bucks? That deal? No. Oh. I didn't bother because I have unlimited uh, photo storage through Prime. That's an included oh. benefit. Is it? Um, yeah. Uh, JPEGs, JPEGs, TIFFs, and uh, NEF, which is Nikon's RAW format, <coughs> and um, the Canon RAW format. I can't remember what the file extension is. All, th- uh, all of those file extensions are freely uploadable to the Amazon Cloud, no limitation on how many and how much, as long as you're a paying Prime subscriber. Well, the more so, you're crying, Joey, you're talking about Dropbox, you have a way to back up your phone, your uh, pictures. <laughs> yeah, but it just screws up my workflow because everything you're else. You're not working on a $35 tablet. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. You're not. You're For not. 35 bucks, Amazon's your workflow now. That's right. It, well, that's right. <laughs> You've hey, got a point. Eric, uh, did you load Twerp yeah. on your Shield tablet? Oh, I did not. I'm not I'm not ready to do it yet. I did I saw this last night that it was available. Um I might do it, but I kind of I don't know, like I, the Shield tablet at least for me has been it's fine the way it is. I haven't felt the need to uh to uh to ROM it or anything like that. Well, and that's the only reason you would need a custom recovery is if you were going to put a custom ROM on your Shield tablet. Is there any custom ROM available for it? Like, besides just whatever AOSP has? Uh, yeah, there are. Um, I'm looking right now to see if I can I can find it, with, but I believe is, on XDA there's a bunch. With K1 support or no? Um, well, I, w- I would assume so because the, the K1's the exact same as the 16 gigabyte regular one. Okay. Um, so should be fine. Hmm. Guild tablets. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there's tons of there's tons of things on here. Um, bloop bloop bloop. So yeah, if you go on to XDA, it looks like people. There's a lot of there's some ROMs. There's some uh, there's some kernel tweaks and things. Um, I'll bet the the tweak kernels would be interesting uh, just because of how powerful this. Uh, this K1 processor is, um, that might be fun to mess with. If you However, thought it, it crashed uh, before, just wait till you <laughs> kernel tweak. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. What, what are, what is, what's the goal of putting a custom ROM on that? I mean, you know, th- like for instance, what I mean is, is if you put a custom ROM on say, for instance, like a nook 
or something, you can turn it into a multifunction actual tablet. A useful tablet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What's the point yeah, in putting a custom ROM on a, on a on the console? There's not really any bloatware to get rid of, or I mean, it's pretty much a pure Android experience, other than the Shield Hub and the Shield, you know, stuff that they they put on there for that specifically. But yeah, I don't I don't know why you would. I'm curious if it would break your games. Like I just got Final Fantasy VI for it, and you know, I have Half-Life 2 and Portal and all this. Like, I wonder if it would not work on there because it doesn't detect it as being a Shield tablet anymore. Like, if that identifier goes away or if they kept that in the custom ROM so that you could, you know, continue playing your, your Shield games. Or even the, the streaming service, right? That's not probably going to work on a custom ROM for that. Mm. I this think is if you're watching. using any of the services, it wouldn't work. However, like if you're mainly this is going to be for if you're one of those people that's developing right, like right. Mod or like, you know, we paranoid Android. Like if you're on one of these teams that's actually making new stuff for Android, having having a custom recovery is sort of essential. And since this is such a, a nice, powerful tablet, it makes sense that people would want um, want <coughs> to have this ability less for the end user, though. Yeah, well, probably if you've had it for a few months, maybe you get bored and you want to try something different. So, or if you live in a place that doesn't have access, like if you if you live in a place that does that can't use these services anyway, right. you don't care. Why not? Well, it reminds me of when we used to run, uh, or actually not that long ago, because I did it, geez, maybe two or three years ago. Um, I put Xbox Media Center on a traditional Xbox. Um, you know, first gen Xbox, and that gave me all kinds of capability that I never had before, like the ability to play videos and and all kinds of stuff. But one of the things that they included was the ability to hit a different button to turn it on, and it basically skipped the Xbox Media Center load and went straight to the game, just as if it was um, a straight up Microsoft process. So that way, if you did have a game that was real particular, you could get around that. And I wonder if this is one of those things where they might have to provide you with a recovery so that you can flash back and, and go back to the way it was. Just thought. All sorts of good recovery possibilities for when your shield tablet mm. decides to F itself. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the the yep. only problems I've had, which is admittedly a big problem, was when the, uh, when the battery had a chance of exploding. Nah, that's that wasn't and, fun. Yeah, you know. I mean... Little you're, thermal runaway. You're blowing it that. out of proportion, Eric. But you know, as far as like stability of tablet, like that sort of stuff, haven't really had problems. It's the perfect size for traveling and things like that, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's pretty much the same size as my Kindle, like when it hangs out in my bag. I mean it is a little bigger obviously, but it, it doesn't feel like much more than just a Kindle. It's good stuff. Uh, let's talk about Andy Rubin real quick. This is kind of interesting. Uh, the Android co-founder, as you probably know, he's uh, going to get back into the smartphone business. So he was in the smartphone business, right? He was into robots, right? Okay, and then and then he got into the smartphone biz, and then he went back to robots, right? And then he went back to the smartphone biz, and then he... Did he go back to robots? He went to China, didn't he? Or was that Hugo? Uh, I'm so no, confused. No, Hugo. I think you had it right. I'm so confused. Yeah, Hugo left. I'm so confused. Hugo left, but yeah, but Ruben, yeah, I guess he stuck around. But well, you know, there's Alphabet now, and I'm pretty sure they could have a smartphone company based on Android, surprisingly, and and he could uh, run the show or maybe be a bigwig doing things there, if not the CEO. So 
Hmm. But he's he's gone from Google at this point, um, as of about a year ago. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, this is part of his. Um, like he's been doing VC work, and oh, cool. I think these this, these rumors are coming out of that. Um, oh. He just he wants like he he did the uh, the whole deal where Google bought Boston Dynamics. He helped out with that. Um, okay, so that's robots. And then yeah. back to and then he left, and now he's back to Android. Did he help out with the Motorola deal? Because that would be back to smartphones. <laughs> well, what's interesting is that this was last fall. Well, um, does anybody else notice the timing? It's almost exactly a year later. How long do non-compete contracts usually run? Mm. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say. Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? No one can discuss the maybe a year, maybe your life. Who knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> we'll let you know when it's up, and then you can compete against it, us. We'll let you know in a year. We'll maybe. call you. We'll, we'll definitely call you. Yeah, but if you look at that, honestly, go back and look. Yeah, it's history, interesting. And it's almost exactly a year off for everybody that that takes any kind of departure from tech. You know. It, it's okay. it's almost exactly a year. I'm trying to remember how long it was before Steve Jobs, between when Steve Jobs was thrown out of Apple and when they came out with the Lisa. I don't remember, but so yeah, he, I'm pretty sure. he left in November. So yeah, you are like right on that that year time mark. So that's yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah. So by the way, now that my non compete has expired, by the way, I'm getting back into the game. So here we go. So he, and this article is saying that he's targeting the high end of Android. Cool. What do you guys well, think that means? Say, and do you think it'll be successful? Did Virtu hire him? <laughs> <laughs> no, Ferrari not, did. Not that. Heck, not, it isn't OnePlus. Not that high what, end, you guys. What, not if that. It's, what if it's BlackBerry? Ooh, that would be completely interesting. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd get the money up front in cash. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 uh, get any stock options. And yet. a prenup. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I what I like is that he's talking about not getting into not building a new smartphone OS, but he's building a new handset. Right, because the OSs are there. Right, we we're so far yeah. from where we first started with Android and like even Trail. Like all of these OSs on phones have just been god awful up until just the last couple of years. Like they're finally on yeah. point. So what else are you gonna do? You know. Yeah. And and why would he? He knows. He knows Android, and even probably more more importantly, he knows the Android teams. He knows the Google structure of how Android works. I mean, I'm sure that Sundar Pichai like messed with messed with like the internal um, like team structures probably a little bit. But if he's developing a phone and they run up against a really bad hardware problem, he probably knows the people to call to help you know work it out. So Android makes total sense. And he also would be in a position to say, hey, I'm starting my new company. Would you like to come over to my side? Next year? And would you like a job next year? <laughs> so, yeah. by the way, yeah. after my non-compete is over, would you like to come work for me? Sounds um, good. Bennies and lots of money? I'm in. Mm, I kind of like the idea of the high end of him targeting the high end market though, because like for for me, high end means just means like not not one plus. Eric, like 
Eric, for me, I like the word high end. Not so much. That means like it's over. No good. Well, okay. I consider the Moto. <laughs> I consider the Moto X 2014. Wait, is that a wait? Hold on. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the end of the high, man. It's no, over, keep man. going. You keep it's going over. with your Moto. What were you gonna say? Like the the Motorola stuff. I don't consider that. I don't consider those low end like normal. Can we just call high end normal? They'd just be the mids. As you, as you Motorola's the mids. Do you think so? I mean, Ed, if you're buying a brand new Motorola phone for six hundred dollars unlocked, is that really a mid range phone? No, that's not. But they have like you know they're three three hundred plus. Are you though? Phone, so. Who who are these people dropping six on a brand new Moto? Hi. No, you did not. You <laughs> subsidized it through your carrier. For like no. twenty four hundred dollars over the course of a year and a half. Project Fi, dude. I had oh, two okay. options. I could do. Uh, I could buy it outright, or I could put it in a credit app mm. and have them ding my credit for running a credit report and space out over. I think it was twelve or twenty four months, and yep. I was going to pay the exact same amount plus paying interest. So I just said, you know what? Forget. I'll just buy it. Yeah, and I, no. Yeah, I mean, I bought this Nexus 5 for 400 as well, so. Yeah, I mean, this was a... Bunch of high rollers. gig. You guys. Uh, Was it 500? Well, it's easier when you have more more choices than, like, Verizon. Oh, yeah. It's a little easier. That's true. I had to, like, look extra careful to make sure that the Nexus 6 I got was the correct version, because there are two versions... Uh, that Amazon sells, and one of them does not work. Ooh. I think that's the version we have. Luckily, <laughs> there were lots of reviews, like, mentioning that. Being, <laughs> like, pissed off people? Yeah, yeah. Like, what hey, the hell, by man? the way, just so mm-hmm. you don't leave a one-star review. Did you get but, your... Um, did you get uh, your... To me, you know, a high-end phone is a good place to start which is why I think OnePlus started with a high-end phone and then they've kind of come out with a mid-range to try to get early adopters out there and get their name out there. Um, but I don't know. I am I kind of question at this point why we need another name brand that's producing really high-end, really expensive phones because most people do not buy a really high-end, really expensive phone. <laughs> Joey, most this is America. People... This is America. People have choice, okay? People want to <laughs> no, spend $8,000 on a sure phone, then do it. At Walmart to pick up straight talk phones for 30 bucks on Black Friday. Well, those are different use cases, Joey. You're not throwing away your high-end phone after you get a hit on your wife. So, you know, just saying different uses. When I see high end, I just I don't, like I think high end's a little a little misleading. I mean, we're not talking about the like the Virtu phone. Yeah, that's not high end though. That's luxury, and luxury is Look, different yeah. than high end. Okay, luxury is crap with like gold wrapped around it and diamonds sat on the top of it. Like high end yeah. is this is legit stuff here we're talking. If you're if you're standing in line at Walmart for a straight talk phone, yeah, huh. you're totally out of the the market for for what they're offering. Like, yeah. I, but so my people don't is, a frills frill like a they want no frills phones. Yeah, other my people point like, is, is that you're going to sell 300 million cheaper low end phones 
than you are higher end premium priced high performance but devices. at that point it all costs you the same to make so it's in your best interest to have multiple SKUs uh getting all of the money well i imagine you'd have a higher margin of profit if on a high-end phone depending upon how much you sell it for but i guess it depends and really considering the competition we've been seeing we've been seeing over the last couple of years we're seeing a lot of your high-end phones in the 400 dollars range like the Moto X, you know, and, and others, you know, so. That's because we're in a depression also. <laughs> yeah, this is true. That $400 today is like, you know, $1,000 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, well, speaking of high-end, Fossil Q. Huh? Ooh. Huh? Do you wear Fossil? Uh, I only wear Tag Whore. Ah, well. <laughs> For those of you that can't afford Tag Whore, uh the Fossil Q founder, a little cheaper, two ninety five, uh, looks like a watch, so that's cool. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's I can't I can't get excited over a watch. I don't wear a watch. You're not gonna come out with anything unless it S is a D and does some dishes that's gonna make me want to wear a watch. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Yeah, and then it gets pregnant, and then you have a bunch of little watches. Exactly, a bunch of little pocket watches. No, that's that's not a road we should go down. Yeah, I thought I was going to buy the the original Moto 360 when it went on sale for 100 bucks, but I, I thought about it since that since our last you know hangout. Yeah, I was like you know what? I really don't really don't wear it that often. So exactly, yeah, kind of put it off. So and we would make so much fun of you. <laughs> So they a couple of things to to make note about this uh, this watch. So if you compare it to like the Moto 360 and then the Tag Heuer phone, I mean the Tag Heuer uh, watch, um, for the for the price, even though it is more expensive than the Moto 360, um, it still has like that flat tire at the at the bottom, so it's not completely like the screen isn't completely taken up with the display. What does that which mean? Which is a little flat tire? I don't understand what that means. So look at the look at the picture. If you if you wouldn't mind rather than pulling oh, here, it up on please, the screen. Let me let me share this with you. This picture. Okay. See that little the little black area at the bottom of the display? Right here? Yeah. Okay. That is what we call a flat tire, um, which is an area of the screen <laughs> that doesn't that's not part of the display. It's just dead? Yeah, yeah, it's where all the sensors go, like to detect the brightness and stuff. Oh, well, that makes sense. Your phone has that, right? Like, if you ever look at your yeah. your phone in sun, it's got all that, and that's not. They could have maybe. Yeah, but it's not as nice. They could have painted like the six there, and perhaps <laughs> the five and the seven to make it look, you know, a little less. Yeah, another advantage for doing that is it allows them to have smaller bezels because they they can put the equipment there. So. Hmm. They could have had like a little android like peeking its head over. Like, <laughs> you have like five feet of watch chain. Why don't you put some sensors in there? <laughs> well, Does that's the a good point. Hand is replaceable. Yeah. Cheaply. Well, maybe call your homies at Project Ara and be like, "Hey, can you make me a modular band?" <laughs> yeah, I just still do not understand why we need. Freaking watches. You know I what's just cool though? This is, this is IPv6 seven rated, so that's helpful, right? Get all the internet. <laughs> yeah, Joey. There's, if there's, if there's so much need right now for IPv6. If 
You you know what? It's a status symbol. A watch is a status symbol, Joey. You got to wear it. Hashtag humble brag. <laughs> Hashtag stupid technology for over people with too much money and not enough sense. No, not a $295 fossil. Come on. This is this yeah. is for like the well, I don't want, I don't want I don't want to like denigrate any one type not on this show at least, but <laughs> there's a very large subset of the population that's going to get these for like Christmas or their birthday because it's a fossil. It's like, oh, bro, I know you wear fossil. Here's this cool watch. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's what. Come on, bro. Here's a fossil. Fossil, bro. Yeah, it just makes me want to throw in a pile of dirt and dig for it. Well, <laughs> that is one thing you can do with it. Mm. Uh, let's I don't see. think 295 is like too much. It's it's the price of a of a decent watch. Yeah. So if you like if you wear watches, whatever you have you have the the mid range option. I'm still waiting for the Swatch Android uh, wear. The Swatch is that still a thing? <laughs> where's where's my Timex? Are they still? Hey, I like Timex too. Remember the Indiglo? It was good stuff. And the Iron yeah. Man made I you had two feel or three of those. Yeah. Right. Made you feel like an Iron Man. Like, yeah, I, I could go run a decathlon and time myself, and then you know, I'm not gonna, but I could. <laughs> yeah. 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 Look. Look at the four of us. Are any of us going to go run a decathlon? Well, I don't know. I, I ran a 5K uh, last weekend. I don't drink coffee, so. Decathlon. I only drink decathlon. <laughs> decathlon. <laughs> uh, the EFF is accusing Google of tracking students. Uh-oh. Google. That's not good. Don't, 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 don't. This is via their school-issued Chromebooks. So did nobody read the terms of service when Google came to your school and was like, hey, we'd love to give you and all your kids free Chromebooks. Just sign at the bottom of the page here. Yeah, so I uh, yeah they, maybe they didn't. I think if I remember right, Google was pretty vocal about how they weren't going to do this. So it is a little um, it's a little disingenuous, I think. And plus, I don't really understand. Like, aren't there legal implications if you're not like this? Is why most websites say you have to be a certain age to sign up, and people just ignore it. But <laughs> isn't that a problem? I don't think that's why. But yes, I'm sure that's an issue. Well, no, like the parental consent is a, you know, yeah. it's a big deal. Um, Are you saying Google just statutoried like this whole school full of kids? Jesus, dude. Not quite. <laughs> uh, they're yes. accused of tracking non-education internet usage of students through school-issued Chromebooks, which the group, the EFF says, of course, is a violation of the student privacy pledge. I hope that's better than it sounds. Uh, long, uh, according to EFF's complaint to the FTC, the concern center around Google Sync, which keeps browser settings in sync between multiple computers and the data stored on Google servers. But if you use a password with it, right, it's all encrypted. So is that still not okay? Well, it's stored on their servers. That's probably the issue, I would guess. Well, do you want to store it on your servers? I don't want to store it on my servers. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the reasons why they offer Chromebooks so cheap, is, you know, because they want to get 
get their services out there. But this is a there. feature that's on just Chrome anyway. Like, you can have it sync across your Android, anything else that yeah. you log into Chrome with. So I don't, I don't yeah. know. This doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Well, if you look up the privacy pledge... No, <clears throat> aside from that nonsense... Well, no, no, no. Like, morally and ethically, I, this doesn't seem like a big deal. Well, and it, it doesn't seem to me to actually be violating the privacy pledge because one of the one of the little tenants or the little bullet points of the privacy pledge is to be transparent about collection and use of data. So it's not saying don't we won't collect it. It's saying we'll be transparent about how we collect it and how we use it. The only th- the only thing that I think the EFF might be right on is that. If they're not giving parents any control over the over their children's data or letting them opt out, like that, that might be a violation. You can't just this. go into okay, settings hold on, hold on, and hold, 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 uncheck hold. the box that says sync. Okay, hold hold on, hold hold the phone on this whole thing. There have been numerous, and this actually went all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, no, not hold the phone literally, Matt. Damn it, put your phone down. <laughs> For those of you that are not watching the video podcast, you're going to be very confused by that. We're very literal. <laughs> Matt can be extremely literal. Anyway, uh, but okay, this literally – oh, stop it, Eric. Uh, this literally <laughs> went all the way to the Supreme – oh, Nick, don't you start. Uh, uh, anyway, this already this went to the Supreme Court, and it was ruled at the highest level in the U.S. that if an employer owns the networking equipment that the Internet use is being done through, then they have the right – and the ability and the legal responsibility for what happens on that equipment and that network traffic. This is why almost every company, and probably these schools too, have an internet usage policy that says what you can and can't do, and by the way, that we will monitor you while you are doing it. So I have a sneaking suspicion that this is a bunch of people getting haired up over not a whole lot in reality, um, because basically all this means is that the school is providing you with hardware, and the hardware is being monitored, so they know what you're doing. But it's not being monitored by the school. It's not it's being, being monitored, monitored by, by anybody. A it's a service that has been in Chrome for who knows how long. And if you don't want to use it, uncheck the freaking box. That's all it is. Well, did they disallow it, it that? Like, like is had... it is it set in stone in their school versions of Chrome that you can't turn that off? Because that would be weird. It sounds like it. If, if, if in the article it's saying Google has evidently told the EFF that it plans to disable this disable settings that allow Google Sync data to be shared with other Google services. So, I maybe perhaps it's turned on by default, or they don't have the option to turn it off. But Google has allegedly told the EFF that they're going to change something. <laughs> We're well, always changing be... things, so don't worry about it. <laughs> well, it's also possible this is part of a, a initiative to block uh, illegal traffic and BitTorrent sites and stuff like that, along with preventing their uh, Internet usage from going to um, – to the sites cats. that are known to have malware or whatnot. Going to the cats. Nobody's bit torning on Chromebooks 
uh, first. Yeah, nobody's bittorning on Chromebooks from school. And if you're bittorning from school, like right on. <laughs> no, there are bittorn clients for Chrome. <laughs> they yeah. think they're going to use it, but I don't think they're realistically. It's yeah. very slim. I thought the ones I looked at, and I haven't looked in a while, but it seemed more like a control to access your torrent client on your computer. Like you could just go in there and see how stuff was doing. I I didn't see any actual like, here, download this video to your Chromebook. <laughs> That's cool though. Well, we'll have to we'll we'll have to keep an eye on this and see you know what ends up happening. And and really, I mean, if, if you're that concerned about it, like buy your own child a Chromebook? Or no, no well, Chromebooks. Buy them I don't, a When Blackberry. you were going to school, did they have laptop like? Well, Eric, and stuff? let me tell you something. When I went to school, we had an Apple IIc. <laughs> me too. Oh, and then we got a no, Macintosh. The, the year later, we got a Macintosh. And then we got an SE, and it was color. That was sweet. When I was in kindergarten... Kindergarten. I'm just talking first, about like eighth grade. We had typewriters oh. when I was in school. First year of typing class, that was all typewriters. I'm old. In, in, I actually had typing class too. On typewriters? Nice. It, it was I'm thinking like of buying a typewriter. Word processors. We'll, we'll have to talk after the show. I, I, I need to buy a nice typewriter for my memoirs. Well, That's when cool. I when I entered kindergarten, we had a Apple IIe with monochrome. Was it green? Green, screen. green or orange? Oh, Green, nice. Um, and the uh, and the old school image writer two, mm-hmm. um, you know, dot matrix on tractor paper, you know, printer, and it was on a cart, and they rolled it. Every classroom would have it once every <laughs> yeah. three days. Oh, that's awesome. So you, yeah, you'd switch between, and and that was my first exposure to technology, which is one of the reasons why I can still play Number Munchers and Oregon Trail like you wouldn't freaking believe. Number munchers. I forgot about that. That was a good game. I like the last Ooh. comment here on the article from Boobaloo Boob Lala. Uh, they said that after rereading the article, I blame the parents. Google saves the passwords to make it easier for a specific user to log into a certain website. These computers should not be used for non-school purposes. Ergo, suck it. Which is basically what I was saying about you know company provided hardware. Yeah, exactly. Blah blah blah. So, all right. Well. Good job, everyone. What's the email address, Eric? Our email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com. What's the website, Eric? Our website is http colon slash slash www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live. Very good. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.